motherfuckers. It's Rash in the morning. And with this morning, not only do we bring back your favorite mini podcast or whatever you want to call it. I just call it me talking for about 10 minutes, so you can just go with whatever. But also the NBA is back. Back in full swing. Uh, do I like NBA? I love the NBA. Do I enjoy watching a sport where I'm gonna know who's gonna win at the end of the year? I'm very iffy on it, to be totally honest. I said it, I felt this way last year. I said, dog, who, no one's beating the Warriors this year, so why am I watching? Why am I gonna watch this season? I still watched it. I still watched the NBA. Just to see the Warriors win the finals with no chance of losing. So, that's kind of my own damn fault. And I get it. But this is a new season. This is a new beginning. NBA. You know what's not new? Who's playing in the West? Well, better yet, coming out of the West. I'm not going to talk about Boogie Cousins here. They have four stars. I don't know how you're supposed to do that. But enough about Golden State. Y'all don't want to hear that. Let's talk about the Thunder and their two stars that are not better than four. Yeah. Like I'm saying, that's my squad. Thunder up, Thunder all day. Uh, Thunder took an L. They fought hard against the Warriors. They came, ended up coming up short. Um, I didn't feel... I, I felt indifferent seeing those looser Warriors because it's just like... We didn't, a, we didn't have Russ. B, we're probably going to lose anyway. See, who is supposed to beat these dudes? I've yet to see. It's not going to be Minnesota. They have their own problems in their own office. Good. And I'm very curious to see how the Timberwolves handle this. Looking at it from a couple different perspectives. You just re-signed Carl Anthony Towns. You want to make that your franchise, your franchise cornerstone? Okay, cool. Whatever. You want to re-sign Andrew Wiggins and make him your other cornerstone? Uh, over Jimmy Butler? Uh, like, considering all things, would you rather have Jimmy Butler over Carl... Let me re-ask this. Sorry. Would you rather have Carl Anthony Towns over Jimmy Butler? Most people would probably say yes. Me personally, I'm gonna be honest, I'll probably take Jimmy Butler. It's just, I don't know, it's just a certain, it's a certain fire, a certain it factor I feel like there is to him with Jimmy Butler. Carl's in Towns, I was disappointed in. He didn't show up in the Houston series last year. And rumors swinging around, he's just a stat guy. And Canadians don't have heart. So, those are pretty much our storylines in uh, Minnesota. Houston Rockets, who are literally one game away from going to the NBA Finals and beating the Warriors. Sad thing is, that's the closest they're ever going to get because they have no chance this year. I'm calling it right now. Write this down on your notes. Rash in the morning said the Rockets ain't winning shit. Well, sorry, excuse my language. They're not going to win this year. Not that I don't want to see them win. I love somebody be for Warriors. Love for somebody to be the Warriors. Yeah, I don't care all that much. I mean, considering all things, you lost 
You lost a defensive edge to your team. So now your best defender after P.J. Tucker is whom? No, no, I'll wait, I'll wait. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So let's just let's just do a quick rundown. Chris Paul, excellent point guard. We'll never deny that. Great point guard. Played his ass off in the playoffs last year. Medium, average defender. Nothing in particular about his defense. Just pucks out to me. Then you have James Harden. I I left the pause right there because I didn't want to put James Harden and Jesus in the same sentence. Y'all see what I did? Y'all see what I did there? Y'all see what I did? (sighs) Fuck you. Fuck you guys. Then you have P.J. Tucker. Is he playing the small forward? Yes. I don't know. I don't even remember who's on. Oh, oh, they have Melo. Right. Who needs defense when you got Melo, right? Right? Cause I could have sworn he went to a team last year, and I could have sworn they were supposed to win a lot. What team was that? They were blue and orange. Um, oh, the the OKC Thunder. It's almost as if he just went to an elite team and tried to do the same thing. Must be ain't gonna work. If you just want to look at things from a simple point-to-point perspective. You traded Trevor Reason for Carmelo Anthony. And as crazy as it sounds, you downgraded. Ariza's a better defender. Ariza is a pretty much just as good of a shooter as Melo. And Ariza plays his role down to a T. He understands his role and he will play it to his best ability. And then you got Melo. Clint Capella is cool. You always need a defensive stopper, but uh, I don't think I don't, I don't think lobs and putback dunks are gonna do it in the long run. I'm gonna just keep it real with you, Chief. What, what are we really supposed to do this season? Are we just about to sit here and just? Like, am, am I wrong for not enjoying the moment and just looking at the big picture? Am I wrong for just seeing, for ignoring all these stars that are coming out in these draft, out of these drafts? Because I know nobody can beat the goddamn Warriors. Am I wrong? Or y'all just not being real with yourselves? Y'all love to know. Which one is it? Because I just feel like I'm just keeping it real. Like no one's gonna beat the Warriors. Well, at least last year. Because last year, the East had no goddamn chance. But this year, we have Bastin. You heard Bastin. We're going to call him Bastin today. So we got Boston. The first game out, they did not. They looked lackluster. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I think Kyrie Irving was like 2 for 11 or 2 for 14 from the field. I mean, come on. You, I don't even need to say it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Bastin. Glad to see Gordon Hayward back. He dropped 10. I was just happy to see him back. But let's talk about it. Jason Tatum at 23 points. Hey, somebody showed up. Somebody showed up. Somebody's got to show up, at least. And Jason Tatum did, oh, I mean, on paper speaking, they're the most deep team. And that's, that's going to carry him a long way. 
the only thing I'm worried about with the Celtics is some type of injury just throwing off their season. And it doesn't even have to be like the obvious one. It can just be anywhere. You never know. Uh, I know this is the inaugural week of the NBA. So the first couple games were played. And that would include the New Orleans Pelicans. One thing I found interesting in the offseason, they kept Nikola Miritich, who played really well next to Anthony Davis. So I thought that was a great one-two. They let Anthony Davis go. I mean, not low. Marta, they let Boogie Cousins go. So, that, I mean, uh, for the roster move, it's a roster move. It is what it is. But they brought in Julius Randle also. And I think he had 20 points in his first game too. Very, I see this is, I see this as being a long-term problem for a lot of other teams, matchup-wise. They have three big men that can cut, that can pretty much score on their own. Three different big men. You got Anthony Davis, seven-footer, Nikola Meritich, a foreign, a foreign shooter, a jump shooter. Then you got Julius Randle, who's kind of like the, he's kind of, what is he, like six eight, but he's big, he's brolic. They can all, they kind of have all different skill sets, and then they got the rest of the team. So, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the Pelicans are going to do this season. Same thing for the Blazers. I don't, I don't even know what to expect from the Blazers. I was so, I was so disappointed last year, I don't even know where to go from this year. I really don't. As I was saying before, I hate to say it, but I think the Rocket season is already done. That's all you want. I mean, they let, they let up 131 points. Where that defense at, sir? I don't see it, B. I don't see them being much. And other than that, what, the, what other team are we really talking about here to be realistic? I mean, I know I'm, every other team has at least one or two elite or promising players, but... He ain't competing. He's not competing. Except for Toronto. I do want to talk about Toronto for a second. I'm also very interested in Toronto. Kawhi, I think Kawhi and them is going to be good. I want to see how this Kawhi thing works out. His first game, he looked good. He had 20, He had a double-double. I think he had 24 and 12. He seems to be right back to business. So him and Danny Green, I'll be definitely be interested to see what they do. We got the man of LA, LeBron James. Um, well, first off, they lost their first game, so let's just not sit here and act like that this performance was amazing because they definitely did lose in the end. Um, struggles I feel I kind of feel like I saw going in a lack of shooting. I think I think they were seven for thirty shooting last night, so that pretty much speaks for itself. Shooting was going to be their issue. This this lineup, I think the end the end of the game for LeBron is to play off the ball. That is how this Lakers offense will play its best when he's off the ball. Which means Rondo and Lonzo have to really come. Have to really well, not really Rondo, but Lonzo Ball has to really come up as a point guard facilitator to really use these players in the best position that they can. Ingram, I feel like Ingram is going to end up being the guy that we think he's going to be. I 
and I think they're very well on the rise. However, this year, Navi, this ain't it, Chief. They ain't going with it this year. They're too. It already seems like they're too many struggles. LeBron's still trying to play. I don't super Superman ball. Don't get me wrong, he can. He does it very well, but it will not sustain. But I mean, every team has a lot of dust. Yeah. Jeez. Every team has some rust to dust off. You feel me? And what else do we have to? Oh, I would talk about Thursday night football game, but um, yeah. Uh, I don't even. I think last time I looked at the score, it was thirty-five-three Broncos. So good job by the Broncos defense. I'll I'll give them kudos. Good job to them. Uh, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are really going to be a serious duo to deal with. And it seems like they have, they still have good corners despite losing Aqib Tlaib. So, uh, I don't, I'm still on the fence about Case Keenum. I don't know what to make of this guy. Maybe y'all can. He's real iffy to me. Alright, I'm going to use this as a way to stall because I'm trying to figure out something to talk about. If you need something to do while you're oh I don't know toilet maybe on the train waiting for the next train to come maybe you're outside smoking a cigarette which you should stop stop smoking cigarettes but that's not the point here that's not the point here this is about to buy Storm Cry my debut novel sorry I dropped something but feel me if you need something to do, why not check out a gripping action-packed short novel about a young shinobi on a quest to face his past and battle the dark forces within himself. Self-published by I, you can find this on Amazon, Kindle, and also if you DM me, I'll literally just give you a free copy if you ask. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah, uh, news and gaming. Not much. PSN name changes coming in 2019, but I mean, as long as y'all play all games, right? You know what? Let me move on. You know what? Let's get into it. So, if you're watching this, are you fake mad about Red Dead 2? About these hundreds and thousands of hours that these employees voluntarily worked in order to put out this game and previous games of Rockstar's company? No, you're not mad. You didn't want to get Red Dead in the first place, and you're just... Not you, but... People are just saying they're boycotting it, even though they never had a damn interest to buy the game. I don't know what this new fake mad culture is, but I want no part of it. So, I'm just gonna stay up out of that. Y'all do too much. Y'all got way too much time on your hands. Because, I don't know about y'all. I don't care how many hours they put in. I'm finna get that Red Dead, and that shit finna be flames. I'd rather play Red Dead than to play a game about assassins that are dressed in full Spartan armor in ancient Greece with a note. You know what I'm rambling. I ain't gonna get into that. We're not gonna slander today. We're not. We're not gonna slander. But I am gonna pull up on that on that Assassin's Creed. If you like it, that's cool. Whatever. But that story is ruined. The whole concept of Assassin's Creed is ruined, and I'm gonna always be mad about it. So you gonna keep hearing this through every other podcast. I got beef with Ubisoft. Let it be known. So, most uh, I beat some games recently. I beat Spider-Man, Marvel's 
Spider-Man the Deadass Edition. So what can I say about Deadass Spider-Man? It is... Everything you could ask for in a Spider-Man game, honestly. Like the side missions, it's a little... It's not, like, it's not just a suit... Like, it's not just some superhero game. It's like, it's just a real... What is the word I'm looking for? What do they call it? A love letter to the fan? Like, this is a love letter to Spider-Man fans. This is just, like, the little references, the little hints. It's just all just excellent. It's a great game. 100% of it. It's a platinum. Easy platinum. You know, I had to cop that. You know, easy platinum. I might as well, right? Because I don't really get platinums. But that one was easy. I think DLC comes out. And I think it might get tomorrow. Does it come out tomorrow? What day is it? Comes out really soon. So they're putting out some new suits. You know, I'm gonna definitely get those because uh, I got all the suits. Uh, great game, boss battles. Some, I guess there's an argument coming up comparing it to Batman Arkham for some odd reason. Uh, I highly doubt because it's the only superhero game that Xbox fans have. It's no, nothing, nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. But. Um, I don't know why we're comparing it to another superhero game or why people feel the need to. Why do you mean their own third? They are their own two separate games. And I feel like, truthfully, Spider-Man did better overall. I feel like the combat's better. The gadgets are better. The boss battles are 50-50 at best. I'm not calling, I'm not saying one's better than the other. I don't feel like you can. Story structure. Uh, story. Story can go either way. The world, the Spider-Man world, is way better than fucking Batman. Every Batman game is dark. It's always raining. It's gritty. It's always uh, I'm Batman. Oh, like, come on, bro. New York is just New York. You can go anywhere. Not anywhere, but you can just just swing around. It's New York. Somebody might say, hey, just Spider-Man on one street, the next street, somebody might be getting their face shot off. It's New York. What do you want? Uh, yeah, but I uh, really appreciate all the Easter eggs, and I think that's what I appreciate the most. And I like the little Avengers references. I don't know. Some people feel like the Avengers should be in the game, even though it's a Spider-Man game. And if you're listening, you know who you are. You know I'm talking about you. So don't... Yeah, I'm pulling up on you. Anyway. You know, I don't see why people feel like the Avengers need to be in a Spider-Man game. One, it's a Spider-Man game. Two, even if you did put the Avengers in the game, there's another... There's an Avengers game being worked on that's still in development that stars the Avengers so you can't just put the Avengers in somewhere else when they're being developed currently like you're just fucking up the rotation you can't do that another thing is the reason why from my understanding it's exclusive for PS4 because you know what I'm saying they trying Marvel Studios trying to film a Spider-Man movie Sony pulled up like hey yo We'll film that Spider-Man movie, and we won't make a game, but when we make that game, that can only come from us. It was like, you know what? Cool. You got it. We're going to do that. 
And that's and that's not that reason why, but that's kind of the reason why X-Men characters aren't in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Those X-Men characters are owned by who? Not Marvel, but Fox. So when Marvel's trying to make the Marvel vs. Capcom game, they pulled up the Fox like, can we get our characters? They said, your characters? Fucking me, your characters. Nigga, this my characters. These are our characters. Excuse me. So they're like, bro, what you mean? And that set off a whole domino effect, and now Marvel vs. Capcom is dead. It didn't live long, because Dragon Ball Fighters killed that shit. But I'll still pull one out for them. R.I.P. See. Still waiting on a Red Dead 2. Today is Friday, October 19th. Still playing. <clears throat> oh my goodness, excuse me. Still playing Black Ops 4, shockingly. Uh, it needs a patch. Let me just start by saying that it needs a patch. But besides that, besides it needing that patch, I actually enjoy it. I like the maps. And I like them be. I, I feel like they're keeping it real with themselves. Let's keep it real. The World War II maps were garbage. Those were not it, Chief. Somebody come on here and tell me that those World War II maps were fire. You are crazy. Anyway. If you gotta remake like seven maps from your first two Black Ops games and then put seven more that you just made, cool! Alright, just give me maps that I know are good. Don't give me this. Don't give me 14 fuck shit maps and then, and then sell me the good maps on a $20 DLC. Fuck you! Fuck you. Not, not me, man. Not me. Y'all ain't getting me on that bullshit. Y'all missed me. Anyway. This, well, this ain't sponsored, but I'm just advertising it. You can check out Stormcry on Amazon. You can follow me at Grandmaster Rash for set updates on Stormcry and my other novels that I'm working on in the meantime. And if you want to get these hands, you could add me at RashBandicoot-XI on PlayStation, because I'm about that action. But anyway, I wish everybody a good evening. This is Rash in the morning, slash, afternoon, slash, I don't know. Fuck you. Hey, quick interruption here. You like my podcast? You like hearing me ramble? But you kind of get tired of me hearing me ramble? See, you don't have to because podcasts aren't the only thing I do. I don't just have quick hot takes, sporadic thoughts. I write novels, which are well thought out, concise wording. And me in particular, I like to put that with a plethora of action and fighting scenes. With plenty of action and shit talking. Because what's a good fight? Without shit talking. My latest book is about the journey of Zimrachi, plunged into the dark underworld of the land of storms, facing the darkness of his brother tragically being cut down in the midst of his life. He leaves his homeland, facing the cruel world of the land of storms, as he searches for the flame for combat he once had. Alone, he walks his journey until one day the Contessa appeared offering him the opportunity of a lifetime. He was given a chance for the justice him or his family was never given. And now the ugly truth the ugly truths of the world he can uncover and regulate himself. 
before Zenrachi and Katessa became sworn enemies, would they lose, lose themselves dancing along the edge of sanity? In the midst of dark truths, will they find the truth about themselves? The secrets of a fragmented past that's now created a downpour of chaos? Reign of the Fallen is my second novel, the sequel to the first, Stormcry, a part of a series that I call the Storm Series. The third and conclusion of it is coming soon, but you could pick up the second one and first one on Amazon and Kindle. I'm really proud of this second one. I really enjoyed writing it. I think you will too. Um, double the length of the first one. I really tried to expand upon the world and the characters that I created myself. I wouldn't cons it's definitely action adventure and fantasy, but I consider it mythology also. Except there's no mythology. It's not based off of mythology. It's one that I created on my own. And I think it's something that will take time to uncover, but I think it'll be really interesting. So like I said, Amazon and Kindle. Another option if you don't feel like hearing me talking for another 20 minutes. So why not go check it out? Until we meet again, this is Rash. I'll check you later.